0: Good evening. Good morning. Good afternoon. Welcome back to Make Onions Cry, we're to, the podcast. We're to cover all
1: the bases. All the listeners are ready.
0: <laughs> I had to. You don't know. Um, I'm Angie, your host. I'm your other host, Kat. And this week we're going to be talking about music and how music has changed from when we were younger until now, and how we just view it in general. So let's get into it
1: i feel like the relationship with music is it's very different for a lot of people but it's a very strong relationship that people have you know a lot of people take it very personally they get very invested There's a lot of things to consider when it comes to music. It's not necessarily just the music, but the environment around it. So there's a lot. Mm -hmm. No, I definitely
0: agree because the people I've talked to, friends, boyfriends, you know, all of that, family members, they've always been very headstrong on their music Mm -hmm. and how they like their music. And that is it. Some
1: people (laughs) are very much diehard people. Uh, but yeah. based on that, Angie, this is a perfect opportunity for me to ask you the question of the day. <laughs> it's right Ooh. on track. I remember this time <laughs> at the start. Uh, very simple one. What does music mean to you?
0: Music isn't like a, I don't like, how do I explain this? I. It's not like a end all, Game all kind, I of, yeah, game whatever the phrase is, but I I do love music because I grew up being a dancer. I grew up being in the jazz band. Yes, I'm a nerd, um, and <laughs> I I just like love music in general. And if I'm going through something, whether it's good, bad, neutral, I have like different playlists for that. Mm-hmm. So I think, mu- uh, Spotify is the best. If you don't use Spotify, we're judging you.
1: Spotify um if you're hearing us <laughs> unless you're listening to this podcast on Apple then you know whatever but <laughs> then Apple we love you but
0: Sp- <laughs> but otherwise Spotify um no but I have like different playlists for every mood so as you know yeah um but so I definitely use it as kind of like a I wouldn't say coping mechanism, but if I'm going through something or if I need a pick-me-up or if I need to just literally feel my feels, mm-hmm. I have music for that. And I think music is a great way to express your emotion and get your emotion out no matter what it is.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I can definitely relate to you making playlists because you know, every breakup or whatever that you've went through got their own individualized playlist and it's always F you, name. <laughs> so those are those are fun um but no music is that has happened (laughs) music's definitely a fun one um for me i have a very weird relationship with music i don't really relate to it in terms of like i need to get in my feels type of thing because i don't listen to lyrics ever and uh, (laughs) when i say that i mean if you like, I don't know the lyrics to any song that exists. If you put a gun to my head right now and we're like sing any song or you die, you might as well pull the trigger because I can't like I she's not even I'm not exaggerating. Because I'm not exaggerating. Because I know it sounds like she's
0: exaggerating, but she's really not because you could play any top hit from any year. And she will sit there like,
1: not a lyric, just sounds. Yeah. Or I'll like put in a word that kind of sounds like it, but not really. So I'll be like for the song, like Umbrella by Rihanna. Be like, <laughs> That's how it it's like, I know it's Umbrella, but like, if you ask me anything between that, couldn't tell you. <laughs> no, that's exactly it. Like that's how it, I would explain your music yeah. knowledge. <laughs> uh, so for me, when I listen to music, I very much focus on the sounds, whether that's the beat, the instrumentals. I'm very like big into instrumentals. I will listen to music just because I have like a cool guitar rift. Not even kidding. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also listen to the vocals, as in how they sound, not <laughs> what they're saying. So like I listen to people's voices and you know what they do with that voice because I view voices as an instrument. Right. Um. Also, we'll get into this
0: later, but you're very into, like,
1: EDM and all yes, that. Yes, but I, I do have a varied music taste as well. I, I listen to EDM a lot because... You, too. Um, you it do. It has, like, it has a lot of sounds, and that's what I like in music. I don't necessarily care for the words, so if a song is silent, I, you know, I'm okay with that, and... and- <laughs> Oh my god. Completely unrelated, but I'm just watching Angie I'm talking, trying to keep a straight face, and she's drinking from a wine bottle and, like, sticking her neck out. She looks like Mitch McConnell with, like, the turtleneck. Do not say that. I was trying to get her to laugh. I was trying to keep a straight
0: face, and she just, like, stuck her neck out. I was like, how, how long can I drink out of this wine bottle? until she starts laughing oh my not God. long no so. yeah, i was
1: I'm like is she okay like are you, did she get stuck <laughs> yeah i'm oh stuck
0: thank you very much oh
1: that was so funny um anyway anyways <laughs> back to music um so i mean i have some general questions that i thought would be good to just to talk about in terms of people's relationship to music um the first one I wanted to kind of talk about is different music genres you know how do people transition their sounds because you might start off especially if you're younger you might start off listening to whatever your family listens to or whatever's popular on the radio or whatever your friends at school listen to and then as you get older you kind of develop your own taste and your own sound and what you want to listen to so how do you think that works
0: I mean for me I started out listening to, like, the Beatles, the... All of, like, my parents' big music people. Mm-hmm. That was, like, I was big on, like, Aaron Carter when he was... <laughs> when he was a big thing, the I Want Candy, like, I... That was me. I wanted to I'm really so... happy you gave me a song example
1: because I'm like, who the fuck is Aaron Carter? <laughs> I
0: want candy. Yeah, that one I know. Da,
1: da, da, yeah, that's a good that's one. That's the
0: only song I know by him. Um... But I was obsessed with that song and the Talking Heads. Uh, there are a bunch of those, you know. Uh, but I grew up with my mom's and my dad's music tastes um, When they're going on like trips. We would have like the CD player for the planes mm. with like the hey, over the ear headphones. They were just so over bad. Over the ear headphones are supreme. I will die. No, no, no. They are now. Yeah. They are now back then yeah. they gave me a yeah, headache no, exactly. because they were like tiny and they were super on my tight like on your head too oh my god yeah so but as i got older i started listening to what was more popular kind of like mm-hmm. pop music rap music um kind of stuff like that because that's what my school friends listen to um and then i met you and you were really into edm mm-hmm. and i was like oh different <laughs> <laughs> different and then now the guy that i'm dating is really into like older music and i've kind of like moved past that Mm. so now i'm like kind of gone back and i'm like ah but i have like a playlist for that specific again playlist i have that for him specifically of what he sends me and for what you send me of your edm stuff i have all of that um different moods a lot of different moods Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, for me, I definitely was super heavily influenced by my brother. Um, this man yeah. listens to techno like he yeah. listens to techno techno. And yes, he does. I also <laughs> like techno, but it's a lot of it has to do with him. It's like as I was growing up, I was what, like six, seven. And this man has a room next door. He's just blasting techno and I'm jamming there like a seven year old. I'm like, hell yeah, let's do it. Um, So that definitely shaped my influence early on. And then I started listening to um, Sirius XM, like the, the XM radio. Oh my, my dad God. used to have a subscription and there was one. My parents do yeah, now. There was one station. I don't remember what it was, but it like played very unknown alternative songs. And I will never forget this. Mm. I'm still so salty about this. I re- This is like a core memory to me. It played somebody that I used to know by Gautier before it blew up. Like, this was, this was when it played, like, this was, like, freshly out, like, undercover artist, go super unknown, and I played it for my friend Brianna, and I'm, Brianna, if you're listening, I'm exposing you, I don't care, I played it for her, we were, what, like, 12 at the time or something, 11, and she's like, Katarina, this is so stupid, this is such a bad song, she was absolutely roasting it, I shit you not, it blew up on the radio, like, four months later, and she's like, oh my god, you have to listen to this song it's so good it's amazing it's by this new underground artist that no one knows she plays it to me and i was like are you fucking kidding me right now <laughs> wait didn't they make that other really really weird song uh probably but there. yeah no yeah yeah. i know what you're talking about i don't remember what it's called i don't i don't I re- know what yeah, it was i remember but hearing it and i'm like yeah the fuck?
0: okay yeah. yeah okay i'm glad we're on the same page no yeah but um, so I'm. yeah i remember still salty like about that. that song it's a good song, but it was overplayed to a point where I was like, "I if I hear this again, I'm gonna jump off." No, my yeah, perch. it was
1: a really good song, but it's like, that's the thing. That's also part of music culture, though. It's like when something becomes yeah. so popular, everything is overplayed. Yeah, the radios just play it and play it and play it and then not even the radios and because it's so popular all the amusement parks play it all the malls play it shopping centers i will never forget whatever year ariana's song um the one that's like you know what i'm talking about in yeah that, that one mind. yeah that song that song <laughs> i'm glad you know it because i did not remember the lyrics whatever um <laughs> back to where we were she doesn't know yeah, lyrics. i don't i don't yeah whatever <laughs> point the the one that's like sometimes i'm in the state of mind um i worked at lake compounds in connecticut that summer which is an amusement park for those of you listening and in connecticut they played it i kid you not like three or four times an hour Told it was ridiculous. Like that song yeah. I wanted to throw up at the end of that summer.
0: I mean, Z100 is a major major radio brand, radio yeah, station. Z100, whatever. Y100, and they're they, the same ones. They replay the same mm-hmm. freaking songs over and over again. And as a kid, I was like this is fucking great. Yeah. Like <laughs> I this is the same three songs I want to hear for the next
1: 45 yeah. years. Now, no. I'm like shut this off (laughs) no i can't listen to some radio stations because it's literally just the same thing over and over and it's like Mm -hmm. i get why they do it it's the most popular song on the charts like they play they just play the top 20 over and over it makes yeah it makes sense but it's like it's so over because they're gaining
0: money for it they're but then
1: i was listening to i don't remember which i think it was like the 106.5 ktu that one um Ah. And they like to play older songs sometimes like they'll they'll play the hits they do but they mix it up and i remember once i tuned in they were playing like early 2000s r b oh my god when i tell you i started jamming to that i didn't know the lyrics or anything but i was jamming oh my god the beats band. yeah no oh they were good god. they were good
0: i miss like the early 2000s music because you don't hear that no
1: my favorite thing anymore. that spotify has is that they have a 2000s throwback playlist that they tailor based mm-hmm. on your taste So it's like, I I always. I have that star. I liked it. It's it's two different, like, you know, it updates regularly based on what you listen to currently. But it's like, if you listen Mm. to rap music, then your 2000s throwback is going to be 2000s throwback for rap. If you're like me and you listen to EDM and techno, a lot of my 2000s throwback is like old school techno music. And it's awesome. I fucking love it.
0: Right. And mine is like old, like early 2000s
1: pop, Mm -hmm. rap. Kind of stop oh my god it's so no, it's, good it's awesome i love it's so listening good. to it but you know what you know what i find really funny that mm. this this is like this made me feel so old i saw a tiktok of this where it's like a bunch of kids are like 10 to 15 made like oh my god the right. early tooth like the the 2010s were such a prime time for music and they were like being nostalgic about it i'm like bro i was in middle school like why i've recently don't age saw me like that, that.
0: no <laughs> No, 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 let's talk about that because I recently (laughs) saw a TikTok about that and they were talking about, like, I don't know, like, early Chris Brown music and they don't even know about the Rihanna shit. Yeah. And they were like, oh my god, early Chris Brown? And they were, like, jamming. His old music, regardless of how shitty a person he is, his old music was bomb. Yeah, I know it was. And it was a jam back when we were in middle school. And so these TikTokers are like, oh my god he's with t-pain and like
1: blah. i'm like oh fuck yeah. no it's like like literally fuck no. me like but that that's the thing it's like music just gets like it gets hated on at the time by adults because like when we when we were listening to that stuff our parents all hated it they were like turn that off mumbo jumbo yeah turn the woobadoobo off whatever they called it and Woobo-dubo? my mom called that yeah <laughs> <laughs> so no but they they all hated it and it's like i'm sure yeah. that you know 20 years earlier when teens were blasting metallica their parents hated it and now it's like seen as this iconic piece of music so it's it's right. interesting to think about you know 30 years down the line who's going to be talking about like what what artists of our generation are going to be the iconic artists
0: right i mean speaking of music my brother who will be on this show
1: because he will be his own <laughs> he gets his, he just gets to go monologue a whole whole episode
0: <laughs> there will be no hosts it's just David um but he used to be really into like heavy metal music and me in middle school I didn't know what that was you know like <laughs> heavy metal like screamo like why was why would I be listening to that? But I wasn't. My brother was. So he was in a heavy metal band where he had like, concerts, and I would go to them, and I was putting the fucking mosh pit yeah. at one of them, which I didn't know was a thing because no one explained that mm-hmm. to me, because again, I was like f- seven years old. Yep. Um, And so I was just jamming out to my brother playing guitar, or whatever he was playing, and... Then all of a sudden, everyone's beating each other up, and I was like, What? <laughs> I will never
1: forget my first mosh pit. Absolutely. That was never. my first and only mosh pit. That was it. I am literally never gonna forget my first ever mosh pit. Don't even I it's it rent free in my mind. I was just not expecting it. Because even if you know, you're at it. Yeah, no, but I was at an event where mosh pits are common. I was at like a intense rave where people were all like drugged up drunk, whatever. Like no one was sober.
0: Well, with
1: mosh pits, you always know it's a possibility. But you never know that you're gonna be like in the center. You know? Yeah. No. It's like it literally. I was just standing there, and out of nowhere, I just see this crowd of people around me. I'm like, "What the fuck and is happening?" And they're like throwing hands, and I'm like, "What the yeah. Fuck? Yeah? Like, they're just pushing you all over." I'm like, "What the hell
0: is yeah, happening?" I was, I, was like, an, all right. I was in the middle. at like, I was, how old were you? I was either seven to eleven. Like that was the age range. I, that like I was young. You know? Yeah. Uh, no, you're a baby. I, I was like twenty. I wasn't even the outer part. I was in the fucking center of this mosh pit, which is the most dangerous because everyone is literally punching the air, not caring about who they're punching. And I'm there. My mom's on the outside like, where the fuck is my kid? And then Eva was there. um, It was like the one concert we went to for my brother um, because it was like a very good show. It was like at a good place in the city or in Brooklyn or something like that. Um, All right, go off, David. It was it was fun. (laughs) I mean, I don't know if she was caught in the mosh pit, but I for sure was.
1: (laughs) That's yeah, no. I mean, that's a that's a good transition into culture at events. Mm -hmm. You know, music culture is very every every genre has its own thing. You know what what happens at a metal heavy metal concert isn't going to happen at like a country show or Mm -hmm. like a jazz band or whatever. So, it's interesting to note that depending on who you're going to see live, if, you know, what kind of performance it is, there's different events that are going to happen, there's different expectations, there are different social norms.
0: Right, I mean, this is kind of controversial, but if you look at, like, the Travis Scott concert that happened recently, mm-hmm. not, like, semi-recently, um, he's a rapper. He, you know, encourages the... Wildness? Yeah, yeah. Um, he encourages all of that, and, you know, like, but famous people encourage that, depending on what sector of, you know, Mm -hmm. music they're on, and that's scary, because people do follow. (laughs)
1: Yeah. And people did follow Travis Scott, and look Mm -hmm. what happened. Yeah, I mean, the one good thing that came out of that is because he got so massively canceled and hated on, artists became super cautious about it like yeah. every time it like every time anyone like they see anyone in the audience that's so getting weak or fainting or whatever oh, yeah. they just stop it they're like yo security go go yeah. check over there no bu- no no a
0: bunch of big artists started doing that like right after yeah. they were like we're not Travis Scott and I was like oh
1: yeah yeah no it's like it's a whole thing so yeah, that's Billie At least I said that, that
0: she was like we're not we're not
1: Travis Scott and I was like oh yeah. you're calling him out like okay. <laughs> And it's like, you know, it's, it's, it sucks that it took a tragedy for that to happen, but, but it ten- oftentimes does. That tends to happen, yeah. Yeah, like, it, you know, change doesn't come until something massive happens where people get hurt. Right. And it's, the, it's the sad truth, but it's what it is.
0: Yeah, shit um, happens
1: yeah but i mean it's back to back to you know different cultures and events i can talk a lot about um techno events edm events and kind of certain expectations around that and we can both kind of touch on the pop concerts and how those go um and then i guess we can touch a little bit about a rap and hip-hop i don't know how much shows you've seen for that mm-hmm. i know you you saw the schoolboy q performance so oh Daddy you, you Q. talk about that
0: <laughs> mm, daddy q I yeah. did see him
1: so it's that's a that I mean that was a fun one from what it was I was on the outskirts of that one I didn't want to get involved but, but you still it looked fun. fun No I still had fun absolutely yeah. I like was, was not in a, the middle.
0: I was with you in the outskirts, and I was like, Yeah, no. The,
1: the, I mean, the vibe was a lot of fun, but people were also like mosh pitting there. Yeah. Like, I, I think people got hurt, but it wasn't to the like an extent where it yeah, made Yeah, I
0: mean, it was like the general mosh pit of, you know, yeah. injury,
1: I guess. Mm-hmm. Which is, I again, mean, that's, not great, but. Yeah, no, it's definitely <laughs> not. But it, it does happen. And, yeah. you know, and I, I mean, I can talk about it from like hardcore techno shows and EDM shows. Um, I went to a bunch of different shows, and it depends who the artist is too. Cause like I went to an Eric Prince show and he's a techno DJ. And for him, it was like a very cool vibe. It was a whole laser show and everything. And even though people were like dancing and like playing with lasers and like whatever, it was like super cool stuff. No one was mosh pitting, like it was just a cool vibe. People were just, you know, drunk or vibing or whatever. And they were just enjoying the music. Right. Um, but then I went to like this warehouse as well I don't remember who the DJ was whatever doesn't No, it was in um, uh, Madrid oh. and I went to one in Brooklyn as well <laughs> but, I just
0: know that Brooklyn like warehouses. Yeah. no known. yeah Brooklyn warehouse yeah. is
1: wild um, but no the one I went to in Madrid that one was it was massive it was huge it was like on the outskirts of the city you have to take a 45 minute uber to get there like it was completely secluded from civilization because it's just a warehouse with like four stages with non-stop DJs until like nine in the morning Wow. I got there. No, I got there at 7 p.m. I didn't leave until 830 and there were still people left after me. Wow. Yeah. So it's it's like a full night thing, people party, whatever. And it's like that one. It, it was different atmospheres, like some of them. People were doing mosh pits and hardcore, like jamming, dancing, whatever. Another one, people were just vibing, chilling. So it depends as to who the artist is, what kind of music they're performing and just what the crowd is, what they look like, what they're feeling. You right. know, if you have a if you have a bunch of rowdy young adults you know that are on drugs on your in your crowd, then you're gonna have a different reaction than if you had a bunch of fourteen year old teenage girls,
0: yeah, I mean, I think a lot of the the music festivals, like uh, Govball, Coachella, they kind of expect like people to be either drunk on drugs or both. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're at a, at a regular concert, they expect you to just like, you know a couple drinks, that's kind of it. Yeah. Um there are the, some people that ruin it for the rest of them, but um I feel like the vibe is just different per venue and per mm-hmm. event, I would say. Yeah.
1: I mean I also think with uh, you mentioned Coachella and golf Ball, those are more like pop music event like pop music yeah. festivals. Yeah. So they're a lot more tame compared to something like Tomorrowland or EDC. E D C is um, crazy. But, like EDC but is wild.
0: EDC, everyone is on like I I feel like this is it's maybe bad to say, but everyone's on shrooms.
1: So yeah, I mean I've never been to EDC, so I've never can't either. <laughs> but I,
0: I know people who have been there and everyone's on shrooms and they're like so in love with everybody and everything that's happening, so they're not like yeah.
1: there's no there're no fights. Yeah, they're not fights, but it's just it's a different vibe. Tomorrow yeah, is go... different, it's like yeah. Tomorrowland is very much like, here's, you know, I don't even know how many people, there's like 50,000 people yeah. in this small vicinity of like five stages, yeah and like there's tents set up, like some people come in from, I like I really want to go to Tomorrowland, it's what, on, on my bucket list is one of the things I absolutely yeah, want to do before I die. I gotta see it,
0: I gotta see it.
1: And, but it's like, it's a whole experience, you don't just go, it's not like you're going to a concert, like you're going to an experience there. Mm-hmm. Where it's like Coachella, I feel like it's more of a concert vibe. Like, you go, you just walk around, it's a festival, there's music, whatever. But it's not like people are moshing or people are, you know, hardcore jamming. Like, a lot of people yeah. are just chilled out. And it's a lot of pop pop artists that perform.
0: Yeah, I feel like it also, like, with specifically Coachella, Guffball, Ball, everyone is kind of, like, smoking weed, shrooms. Not mm-hmm. really drinking because there are no, like... There's no place to, like, hide in the shade, so you're not gonna, like, drink too much and get dehydrated. So, like, everyone's pretty chill. Right. However, at, like, some places, like, people are fucking nuts. Like, rap concerts scare the shit out of me. I've been to uh, a Chris Brown concert. Uh, I don't (laughs) listen to me right now. I do not endorse Chris Brown. I think he's a piece of shit. This was before anything happened. I saw him live, and T-Pain opened for him, and it was T-Pain's birthday, and it's the only reason I went, because it was T-Pain's birthday, and I
1: love T-Pain. Wait, isn't T-Pain the one that, like, checks his daughter's Virginia? Did he? There was, I don't remember who it was, I always... Okay, well, this is before all
0: of that. All right. (laughs) I'm getting myself canceled here. Like, okay, well, this was before any of that came out. That I went to go see the two of them, okay, before they were problematic. All right, and this was like it was close to when Chris Brown like had beat up Rihanna, but it was like before. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was like a crazy concert because people were like throwing beers at each other and like he was encouraging it, and it's like I can't do this. Like I am mm-hmm. nine years old. <laughs>
1: like <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, I've never been to Rolling Loud but threxia has and she's told me about it and it's wild you know i mean i even like while you were talking i kind of looked up the performers from the most recent uh, for the 2022 coachella and rolling loud mm-hmm. just to look at differences and you know coachella the top three performing artists were harry styles billy eilish and yay kanye but yay um Yay. And then for for Rolling Loud, it's also Yay, yay. Future and Kendrick, <laughs> and Kendrick. But then it's also people like Playboy Card, Playboy Cardi, Two Chains, uh, Little Baby, whatever. So it's a lot more intense. Like you know, when you're listening, whoever listens to Harry Styles is very mellow, much more mellow, chill, whatever. As someone that listens to, why are you making a face? No
0: fun fact. Also not a fun fact. <laughs> I'm going into work tomorrow, uh, the nineteenth. 19th- of may and harry styles is performing outside of my work literally outside the front doors
1: is that why you're going to work no i am
0: not a fan of him but he's going to be there so okay if i meet him say hi to my boyfriend goodbye
1: (laughs) (laughs) all right all right
0: (laughs) He you knows. We went to a comedy show the other day, and I was like, "If this was Pete Davidson, I would be in the front row, and you would be in the back
1: row." Remember that one time I saw Pete Davidson and you didn't? Shut the fuck up! <laughs> like,
0: why do you have to bring that up?
1: Like, why do you have to make For me? For context to those what? listening, why do you have to I was make me cry six right flags. now? I was at Six Flags, and Pete Davidson was there, and I saw him, and Angie wasn't there with me, and she didn't see him. And that's all. I just wanted to tell everyone But that. you agreed that he was cute. Okay, he's actually a lot better looking in person than Thank on you. pictures.
0: Thank you, God. That's why okay. I, I want to have his children. He's, Anyways.
1: I still don't think he's like a sex god by any means, but...
0: I would have his children. He's, you know, he's an attractive dude. Babe, I'm sorry, but I would have his children.
1: You are not babe, my... I'm, I'm no, I'm aware. I'm aware. <laughs> he also knows. <laughs> Okay, I, you know, as long as he knows he does um but yeah it, it's back to back to music <laughs> back to music <laughs> before you get distracted again um let's also talk about kind of small concerts versus big concerts because that mm. also makes a difference yes yeah when you when you go to a performance of someone like Billie Eilish versus when you go to a performance of someone like uh Alec Benjamin it's a different vibe and she's <laughs> making a <laughs> we've seen Alec Benjamin live, which is why I mentioned him. Oh, my God. Um, we've also seen Billie Eilish live, which is why I mentioned her.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I think we had, like, a, a weird experience with Billie Eilish. because No, we did. We saw that one her, was weird. We saw, we her, saw at, her
1: at a music festival, We yeah. saw
0: her at Gov Ball. the two of us, and, it like, no one could hear her in the audience. It was mm-hmm. very weird, and... I know that's not how she usually
1: is live, so it was different. And it also, it looked like she was lip syncing.
0: But that's not how Would she, because you... at Coachella, she was actually singing, so it was different. Mm-hmm. Um, but again... Well, maybe had a bad day. Yeah, you never know. But mm-hmm. at golf ball, no one could hear her. Literally no one, unless you were, yeah. like, front row. And then Coachella came on, and then my friend saw her at a random concert in Massachusetts, um, Steph. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Please tell me if you can hear her sing because I couldn't."
1: <laughs> I mean, okay, so Billy Eilish might not be the best example, but we also went to a Halsey concert, Ugh. and I feel like that's that's a better example because that mommy? you know it was it Sorry. was at... <laughs> mommy. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, I love her. No, she's great. She's great. Yeah, she's um, but she's no, that one was at Barclays a mommy right now. But she is a mommy. Congratulations <laughs> to her. Oh my god. Um, yeah, <laughs> but that one was at Barclays, which you yeah. know, big venue, huge. You know, this is you know, big, big one in New York. Yeah, and. But we saw Alec Benjamin in Atlantic City at a hotel as an opening act. Yeah. So let's compare the two, shall we? (laughs) It's hard to compare. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, it's so different. I mean, Alec Benjamin, first of all, we were able to meet him. If we wanted to, we could have just walked up to him after the show and been like, hey, what's up, dude? I have pictures of him. Find me the photos because you can't find them anywhere. (laughs) I know they exist. I took the photo. They are somewhere. But we don't know where they are. I don't know where they are. Um, yeah. Probably
0: because Paige bullied me into her hating him. And so I was like... Why? What? Not- because he sounds like a child. A little Isn't
1: bit. he like 30?
0: Yeah, but he kind of... He sounds young.
1: He does. No, when I heard his voice, yeah. I thought he was like a 16-year-old boy, and I saw him, I was like, you are not a 16-year-old boy.
0: Yeah, so that's why Paige doesn't like him. But okay. she's like, the age, the the, the voice, it doesn't... It's not nearly close, um, but Halsey, I feel like she's better live than she is on the radio or on her records and all of that. Her live because she puts on a performance and she her does. voice oh, absolutely. is her voice is amazing regardless. But yeah. she puts on a show.
1: Yeah. So she we went to her when she released Hopeless Fountain Kingdom, mm. and first of all, she performed that entire album, and then she performed her entire first album. Like, how did her, like, I just don't understand how she's able to perform all that, but she just put on a whole show. It was an extravaganza, and I feel like that's also a big part of, you know, when you have a big concert venue and when you're a big music artist, you have a much bigger budget. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, my sister went to a Bruno Mars concert, and he had, like, fireworks and confetti and all this, this, that, and the third shooting out of everything, and she was like, it was awesome. It was such a whole show. It was a party. Whatever, Whereas, like, if you go to a small concert at, like, you know, Terminal 5 or something, it's yeah. it's just a stage and general admission. And it's, like, everyone's just squished together, but then you have more interaction and more, I feel like, a personal interaction with the artist than if you're one amongst 50,000 seats. Yes. So, that's... that. I feel like that's a big one. Um, and then when artists are small enough, like, they're not... Like I mean, Alec Benjamin at that point had some fan base. But like um, but really some... nothing. Yeah, but really nothing. It's like he was also the opening act, but it's like so if it was just his show, I'm sure there would have been even more interaction and being able to like get his signatures and stuff and whatever. Um, so I feel like mm-hmm. that's also a perk as well. It's it's a much smaller fan base, and if you really want to be involved in it, you can make friends really easily yes. because there's there's only so many of you.
0: Yeah, mm. he was like a very small person when we saw him. Mm-hmm. But again, I fell in love.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I fell in love. I she says that you were bullied into hating him.
0: I was bullied into hating him, but also I fell in love and now I'm also in a
1: relationship. So like what is going on? <laughs> and you're also gonna have Pete's David Pete Davidson's babies, so
0: Of course, yeah.
1: Yeah, so there there's a lot to it. But also my boyfriend
0: there. knows that, so he's fine with that. He doesn't know okay. about Alec Benjamin, but like we'll get there. All right. Well, surprise, surprise. <laughs> I also told him I was like, you have your celebrities that you would put me in the back row for. We all
1: have that. Yeah, yeah.
0: Everyone has Everyone,
1: that. Yeah, no, mine's Camila Cabello, hands down every time. Yeah, yeah. mine's yeah. Pete Davidson. So, yeah. uh, but yeah, no, it's and I okay back to back to concert venues because I have a lot to say on this. Okay. Um, I mean, not even concert venues, but just artists small versus big yeah it has like when you also look at their fan bases it's such different people you know like each artist has their own fan bases and there's some that are much more wild than others like if you look at the k-pop stands there's one thing in the world that i fear no there's two things in the world that i fear one of them is bats and the other one is getting canceled by k-pop stands yeah bats are terrifying are you kidding me
0: you gotta be with george what george what do you what do you what I'll tell you that story. This is another podcast episode. Oh my god. That's no, my dad. I <laughs> need to you know. Okay, okay. We're gonna I'll, tell a squ- I'll tell a quiz story. Um, nothing to do with music. We were in Italy, and then we got out of the car. I was very young. I was probably like seven lower. Um, seven maximum was my age. We got out of a car, and I was out last because I was sleeping in the car. My mom was inside with her friends. All of a sudden, I got out of the car with my dad because he woke me up. There was a baby bat on the ground. And it was following me, or so I thought it was a baby. And so I, me being also a baby started crying. Dad stepped on it, ah! uh, killed it, and <gasps> Marie was like, We just saved that from the house.
1: What? Yeah. No, poor bat. Wow. No, okay, so my fear of bats, this is completely unrelated, but now that we're on the fucking topic, I have to explain it. I saw the giant <laughs> bats that are in the Philippines, and <gasps> terrifying. Are... not, they're terrifying! Oh if I saw that shit flying at me, I would shit myself. Oh my God, they're huge. Yeah, they're it's like, huge. am I ever going to run into them? No. Do they eat humans? Also no, but... They could. What? They there are <laughs> bats. There are bats that drink blood. So what if it's my not, blood? Not human blood, but blood Blooded nonetheless. Blood.
0: <laughs> but also I, me as a baby with this baby bat who was. Baby bats are blind. If anyone knows, um, they are blind. Aren't all bats blind? Isn't but all like echolocation bes- or whatever? But baby bats specifically, they are learning to you know hear with their ears and learn. Uh, so this baby infant bat heard me crying and was obviously following me because I was crying and that's the only thing that they heard. And so my dad was like, oh no. And then I was like,
1: thanks. And my mom was like, ah! I would scream. I get so attached to animals. Like, even if I'm scared of a bat, I'll be like, oh my God, cute bat. Apparently it
0: was lost in the house. It was flying everywhere. Uh, in italy we have this like no window house it just had like curtains no actual windows so my my mom's friend captured it put it outside when i woke up from the car i it was following me i thought it was following me dad stepped on it my mom was like we just fucking saved that
1: okay are bats a thing in the u.s or like are they common here in the in long island yeah Okay, because I've never seen one in the U.S. and I've seen them all you over in Poland. No, you have. Do you casually have bats chilling in your backyard? No, they had. They fly overhead. There's like a Literally, million of them. Don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. I'm never coming out there again. <laughs> You're never. This is a newly developed fear. There's by the way, so many of them. To everyone, don't say like. That. Yeah, like Twilight. They like fly. Okay, we're changing the conversation, I don't want to talk about Bats anymore. Okay. K-pop fans terrify me. <laughs> well, them <that> too, <laughs> also, yes. Yes. Also, no, th- but see, on like a serious note, they are hardcore fans. Like, they are some of the most dedicated fan bases I've ever seen. Yes. And it's like, wild. Because like, it, there's believers, like, which is another big fan base of like a pop artist. Yeah. But that's nothing. When you compare that to like the fucking um, K-pop fans are another species. Oh my god, what's that? Why am I forgetting the band? the The really popular one. Which one? The K-pop one. I don't. They know had a it. song like they had. Oh my god, they were like a K-pop. number one on the radio like a year ago.
0: And Google one second.
1: Yeah no whatever. So while you Google that, I'm gonna talk about it. They like I don't remember what the band was, but they BTS. A, BTS. There we go. See, I was like, "That's you're gonna know who they are." Um, it's like they, they were they were nominated for some kind of award where the fans vote, and it wasn't even close. No, to the numbers, like no. their fan base showed the fuck up. Yeah, it's like it's wild, but it's it's not a style of music that's popularized and awarded in the U.S. It's even but, though uh, it's very some popular. Some of my friends, Eva, she used to love, uh, like K-pop. Yeah, but you're not going to see does, but yeah, they have the fans, but you're not going to see a K-pop artist winning Grammy. You might. Yeah, but you haven't. I haven't, but you might. You might. That's the thing. It's like it's not popularized and that's the issue a lot of the fans have as well. It's like the music is so popular. They're making you so much money, but you refuse to award them on like the bigger stage.
0: Yeah, they are talented and I think they should be, you know, Mm mm-hmm. Equalized, but you're right, they haven't been awarded at all, really.
1: It's it does have to do a lot with the market as well, like the way it works. I like I did a whole case study on on K pop and music in college, and I don't remember the details exactly, but there is a huge like market in the way that it's controlled and who gets to present where and whatever. Um, so it's it's very much a tight knit thing, so that definitely also has to do with it with like regulations and stuff, but still it's it is interesting to see because that is part of culture and for some people that's a very strong and fragile relationship because their artist is just performing and doing so well in the eyes of the world but they're not being you know given the rightful recognition for it i would say right i agree um and then another thing i want to talk about is fan pages because oh with God. fans, there are fan pages, oh and God. with fan pages, there's also like fan fiction, and all that stuff. I just have to say, before we get into this, I am disappointed.
0: I'm not mad, but I'm disappointed that no one <laughs> has made a fan page, or, you know,
1: the little like what's it called? Are you a fan of us? Yeah. Or someone draw angie as an onion please <laughs> if you're an, if you're an artist please do that um but that's... no fan pages first make a fan page then you can do that um no first make that then the <laughs> oh my god priorities priorities angie but, no, they're, they're like, a massive part of the culture. Like, mm-hmm. for smaller artists, they're very much present in their fan pages. And it's, like, for all smaller people as well. You know, if you're a smaller YouTuber or whatever, you're much more active with your community because it's not overwhelming. Whereas, like, if you're the Taylor Swift of the world, you're, you have so many fans, you just can't do that one-on-one interaction as often. Right. Oh, yeah. So it's, like, a lot of, you know, with that, it's interesting to see how... know if you're a massive artist like let's use taylor swift as an example massive artists like taylor swift you have so many fan pages and even if there is like an official one that's run by taylor swift and her team she can't respond to everyone she can't respond to every dm like it'll be one in you know thousands that gets a response maybe but Um, also the
0: bts fans like they definitely have a thousand fan pages for that oh
1: absolutely Absolutely, no. Like, Over it a thousand, like, it's... Yeah, it's the, the thing, if you, if you have a big fan base, you're gonna have so many fan bases, and that yeah. kind of removes the one-on-one artist-to-fan interaction, right. where it's like, if you're a small artist, like, let's say I was a small-town, art- you know, who's, like, a small artist that I know? I don't know any small-town Um But, like, if you're a smaller artist, whatever, let's pretend that I'm a small artist. If I'm a small artist and I only have, like, 500 fans and there's one fan page or even two... I can be more involved in that. You know, I can respond to comments or I can even make a post and have people comment on it or reply to it. Right. Whatever the case might be. It's like answering DMs on Instagram, mm-hmm. all that. So it's, yeah, it's, it's a lot. That's it's part of it, too.
0: Yeah, I know. And some of these like fan pages get really huge. Mhm. Like, no, some of them do. Like uh, not a lot, but a few of them get huge. Yeah, huge it's like a amount of followers. And they have
1: no no official association no. with the actual thing. It's no, like it's met, a, solely a fan page.
0: Yeah. And it's like they've met them like at a meet and greet once. Yeah. And like the, the, again, like Taylor Swift might not even know your name, but you still have this like
1: huge following. Yeah. For no reason, but it works. It's just luck, I guess. I mean, we had a friend in high school. I don't know if you're going to know this. Um but she was a huge Niall Horan fan and her like Twitter handle was like had Niall Horan's name in it or whatever and she had 10,000 followers on Twitter just for being a fan of Niall I Horan. I didn't know this. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. You got to text like, me
0: about this later.
1: Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, But it's like that. that's all it was. All she did was just retweet Niall Horan's stuff and wow. she got followers for it because people wanted to see Niall Horan content. Wow. Yeah. So like that's, that's it. Sometimes it's not even difficult to make a fan page.
0: Yeah. No. I mean, it's really not. But it's it's more difficult, I think, to get the the audience and the publicity mm-hmm. for it. Because um, yeah. so many people can make a fan page, but it's like the one mm-hmm. person with the one thing you post gets out there, and it's crazy.
1: Yeah. It's like a lot of it is just luck. You know, yeah. one of your tweets gets a retweet. By the right person that goes viral. Yeah. And that's all but it takes.
0: I think that as our life grows and as we grow, our
1: music tastes change. Oh, for sure. And I think it's going to continue changing. hmm I mean, the one thing I kind of wanted to end off on and, and close it out on is the more vulnerable side of music, I guess. Yes. Um, there's it's a for like music can be a very emotional thing you know when i share my music with someone i'm a little self-conscious about it because a lot of people don't like the music i listen to so it's like if i list if i give you a playlist that i made for you and i'm like here is a playlist i made specifically for you with music i like because i want you to listen to it and someone comes back to me and they're like i fucking hate this i will be shattered Oh yeah, shattered. I tell you, I'd I like, would oh my be God. so depressed. Like I would literally, I would never share music again. That yeah. would just, it would just throw me into a music spiral. That would be tough. Yeah, That'd but it's really like tough. it's it's a very vulnerable thing, you know. Like, will they like it? Will they even listen to it? Or will they just be like, "Thanks, whatever," and then never ever open the playlist?
0: Yeah, I mean, for me, if anyone sends me a song, I listen to it pretty much mm-hmm. in full because yeah, want- sometimes you know, like I know music changes throughout the whole song uh but you never know if someone else is just gonna be like wait two minutes oh my god that was so great yeah no, like, it's like you don't know
1: yeah i remember once that happened to me i sent the song to someone it was like a four minute song and like two minutes in they were like wow i love that and i was like hmm did you did you now <laughs> Oh I was like, God, you're lying piece of shit. At least do your research. <laughs> yeah, no, like, it's like, click at least on the song. Yeah, <laughs> like, see if it's like a four minute song, wait like five minutes. You know, oh give it some God. time, give some leeway to of you opening the message and then processing it. Oh, my God. You know, if you're going to fake it, fake it well. I was I was like, literally mm, fake it well. Right. <laughs> yeah, don't so, be stupid. I mean, that's a yeah. So that's that's a definitely a, a big part of your know, having a relationship with music. Um, another one is also generational things it's oftentimes music is something that's passed down to you yeah like you mentioned earlier you grew up with you know listening to your parents talk about the beat like not talk about the beatles listening to the beatles and stuff Mm -hmm. and it's like for me it was listening to my brother you know playing techno and it's like both of those we grew up on that sound right and it's like now my nephew's growing up on that sound because my brother continues to listen to techno some things never change yeah no they don't but that makes it easier for me because I get to play my music in the car and he will not complain
0: exactly
1: <laughs> yeah so it's like you know it's a generational thing it could also be a family thing um, just something that you listen to I know for like this is very much a Polish culture thing when we go to weddings and when we have weddings we listen to a type of music called disco polo which Under no circumstances is anybody listening to regularly. Like, this music is not made for listening. It's made for dancing. And it's, like, it's a very repetitive, super catchy beat with very stupid lyrics. But it's, like, it's very easy to dance to. And it's, like, easy party music. And it's, like, that's very much traditional cultural for us. But it's, like, no one's fucking listening to that shit outside of a party. Hell no. No. (laughs) No. I mean,
0: I've never listened to it, but.
1: Yeah, I'll send you an example later, and you'll see what I'm talking about.
0: Okay. Um,
1: but it's like it's that's like a cultural part of music, you know? I mean, I think
0: music in general is pretty much cultural how you grow up, how you interact with other people. It it influences a lot.
1: Yeah, I mean, some music tastes are even affected. Like they became a thing because of culture. I mean, look at the history of jazz. Yeah, that's that's true. It's one of the more modern musics. Musics or like popular music. Genres that exist. Um, But it it has a very deep history involved. Mm -hmm. So that's, yeah, that's another part of it.
0: Yeah. I think that kind of wraps it up.
1: That does wrap it up. Mm.
0: But before we officially wrap it up, I want to give a shout out uh, to my friend Dan at college who encouraged us, I would say, Mm -hmm. to put out this episode. So thank you, Dan, because he told us the idea we already had the idea but he made it happen quicker yeah. um yeah so i'll tag him when i when we post on our instagram and
1: all of that uh so thank you dan for that yeah shout out to dan the fan
0: dan the fan
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah on that note everyone have a good day take care kiss some babies today and out